So, this is the self-development with tactics. Book. So, this episode is going to be about evolutionary psychology once again. And it's going to be a good episode. I at least hope that it is going to be a good episode. And yeah, I'm going to see you the next time after the intro. <laughs> Actually, you know, to be frank, after the intro. And as you might can also see, um, how you're seeing me is slightly different um, because I've just changed a little bit of just my setup actually or how I'm placing things on my desk. And I do have to say, and I do guess, especially because of the audio, since I'm just way further away um, from my from my PC, which is a really good thing because I do believe that it is not able to pick up the noise as easily. Yeah, I think, yeah. If I'm just a little bit silent, which I'm probably going to cut out... <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, um, before we go through the episode, there's a few things that I'm willing to cover, that I'm willing to talk about, that I'm willing to emphasize. Um, the first one is the podcast or the fact that this is a podcast. So if you do want to listen to it as it would be a podcast, because it actually is a podcast, then please go down into the description. And I think it is actually the first link. It should be the first link. And it leads you to a page where you can also choose to where you listen to the podcast on, which means, I mean, you can choose uh, like Spotify or Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or CastBox or whatever you're listening to your podcasts on. Um, it should also be there, I at least hope. Then the second thing is the notes. As you then can see, I'm highlighting certain parts of this article that we're going through or this book summary that we're going through. And these things are then going to be in a small PDF or maybe even big PDF. It depends on how much I'm uh, highlighting here. And you can download it and, and print it and do whatever with it. You're free to use it for whatever. Music, um, which is the last point. If you're willing to just have some background music, then please check out the fifth or, you know, I mean, it's probably the fourth link or the third link. I don't know. I actually don't know. But anyway, let's actually go through the uh, thing. The only problem that I'm seeing right now is that because I'm further away, um, everything is so fucking small. <laughs> But I actually don't want to make it bigger because I know that for you it's it's probably not going to be too small. But yeah. Anyway, I'm actually really happy with how this is and also the lighting. The only problem, I guess, is that a light source is going to be there, which is is, is not that bad even then. You know, I'm probably not going to look that flat then. You know, anyway. The problems of survival. Fork biology. Uh, all humans have an innate grasp of nature because we all needed to learn what we... Uh, what was edible and what was poisonous. And I, I'm actually gonna just highlight everything there straight away. I shouldn't, but I am <laughs> doing this. And we dislike bitter and sour food because it is likely to contain toxins. And this is this is this stuff that I'm so interested in. This is this stuff that I do just really like to talk about because the fact is, I mean, we do really don't like sour and bitter food that much unless we really know that we are able to eat it through experience, through or because of experience, and because of you've already tried it. For example, coffee. Coffee is bitter as fuck. Beer is also bitter as fuck, at least for some people. I actually like beer, which is something that I didn't know. I think I didn't know... How do you say it? Well, anyway, um, actually not that bad. Really not that bad. You know, I do really am kind of into bitter food, I guess. Unless it is really like bitter. Th then I just don't like it. <laughs> Neophobia, 
which is the next point, we have an innate dislike for new food because new food is potentially dangerous. Yeah, it could be. And I think it is actually a pretty good point because it really could be. It really could be dangerous. Disgust is an evolved defense against disease. That's why we find more disgusting what's also more likely to carry diseases. Women uh, at higher risk of catching STDs, which is um, sexual diseases as far as I've looked it up yesterday, have a heightened sense of disgust. Mothers rate the children's feces less disgusting, signaling an adaptation to tend for their offspring. To tend for their, which is actually something that's really interesting. It's really interesting that it actually is the case, and it also just makes sense, I guess. You know, because I mean, as a mother, you do just, I think, have to deal with your children's feces. And I mean, if you're just really disgusted, which is uh, kind of the case for just women, or it seems to be more of the case or a higher case well not actually case but i mean it seems to be at least this is what he's saying that women do are more disgusted by things which is by the way something that i'm seeing as well but i do also think that it is because of the senses something that i've noticed and i don't know if this is complete bullshit or not because it, it really could be i don't know but i think that women do have just a more sensitive approach to 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 smelling things i guess in terms of like I'm smelling shit and I don't really think it is disgusting. You know, I don't even smell it. But my girlfriend, for example, or other people in my class, they fucking smell it and they're fucking disgusted <laughs> by it. When it is just the shit that's coming out of my fucking ass, um, like in gas form, you know, <laughs> or it is uh, some other shit, you know. <laughs> the next... <laughs> The next point is, in dire necessity, humans can override disgust. See, cannibalism, yeah? You know, if you're gonna die, there's not, not gonna be any fucking disgust. Adapted fears of life threats, snakes, spiders, heights, strangers, public rejection of courtship attempts, etc. Auditory bias, approaching sounds are perceived, perceived as louder than receding ones because of the greater danger of approaching threats, which is as well just such an interesting fucking point. And I do really hope that, I don't know, it would actually be quite interesting what this is, you know, um, how you could categorize these thoughts or this information or this knowledge there. there. Um, but I'm so interested in that because it just, at least I think of it as a, as of a way to just Maybe understand human beings better and also understand myself better. And just, I think it's just interesting to see those parallels. Like, okay, this is what nature wanted us to be and this is how we really are. And I mean, like the correlation is really interesting. And the last one is, no, not really the last one, but threat saliency or saliency, whatever. People as well as children are faster at spotting dangerous animals such as snakes and lions among random objects, which I guess uh, definitely makes also sense. Darwinian medicine, fever, cough, sneezes, they, pro they probably shouldn't be threatened because they evolved to help us tackle diseases. Yeah, and it is really the case because, I mean, they really help us to get things out of our body, which is also the case, I think, for, what is it called? Fever? Is it fever? I think it is, but I'm not quite sure. Like, if you're just really hot and you're sweating like shit, I do guess, and I actually do know, that it is a response of the body to just help yourself. I wouldn't necessarily say that because of the heat and the uh, therefore sweat that's gonna come along with it, that this is kind of what the body is trying, but I think it is just trying to heat it up so that certain things are dying. I get, but I'm not quite sure. I think that I do just know that there is something going on, it makes sense, and it is fighting diseases. So therefore, fever is also good. Having a fever is good. 
And but I don't know, like I'm not a biologist or whatnot. The hunting hypothesis and gathering hypothesis. The hunting hypothesis suggests that hunting has been instrumental in developing many of our adapted mechanisms, including <clears throat> reciprocal altruism and social exchange and division of labor. The gathering of the gathering hypothesis suggests instead that women provided the impetus for human evolution via gathering, but it falls short in many areas. In any case, the specialization of gender-specific division of labor has resulted in measurable differences between me between man and woman. Men have better navigational abilities, map reading, and mental rotation of objects for hurling spears, maybe. Or this is like a thought right now. <laughs> for hurling spears, maybe. Women have better spatial location memory. What is spatial relating to space? Oh, do they really have? In terms of like, okay, when I'm gathering something, I know that it was there and not somewhere else. I mean, it would make sense. And it is so fucking interesting. And I actually shouldn't point it out that much, you know, because it could be kind of a fucked up thing. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's really interesting. Challenges of sex and mating. For more on this section, please read Sexual Marketplace 101, Sexual Market Value and Sexual Conflict. David Bass also wrote a book fully focused on sex and mating called The Evolution of Desire. I'm just, well, I should also just take this one, I guess. Patterns of inheritance and spousal divergent interests. You know, whatever this is <laughs> really good to communicate or tell me, um, we're going to go through it anyway. This was fantastic. The data on inheritances analyzed from ev an evolutionary point of view was eye-opening. Here's the data from the analysis of a thousand probated wills, um, Smith, Kish, and Crawford in 1987. Uh, women distributed their estates to a larger number of people, 2.8 versus 2.0. This might be because women have a stronger tendency towards building and maintaining networks of support. What is an estate? Uh, is it like she had a house on the Baltimore estate. Oh, well, I see. A majority of men left their entire estates to their wives, often with expressed confidence that their wife would pass along the resources to their children. Which is so interesting. I'm only gonna just... Should I neglect this study? Or should I include it into the quote-unquote summary? Or actually summary. You know, it depends on how you think about it. Well, anyway. Men tend to trust women more. This is because women have higher parental investment than men. So it is indeed more likely that women will take care of his own children. Men tend to trust women more. As women trust men. I guess. I, I do just always see if it is also the case for me. Like if, I, if I'm also thinking in that way. But I don't actually know. Well, I th yeah. Yeah. I mean... I do have to say, like, if it is about, like, my mother and shit, like, I I really trust in my mother. Like, I really, really, really do. I think it just also obviously depends on um, your relationship to your parents or with your parents and just all sorts of different factors there. But I would just say that, I mean, like, I really trust in my mother. I don't know. I don't really know if it is because it's 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 my mother. But I don't know. 
I think the only problem there is that I'm already biased. Like I'm reading it and I know it is kind of the quote unquote truth. And well, now I'm, yeah, I'm biased, which is fucked up. So anyway, and of course it is because older women are more unlikely to remarry and even more unlikely to have additional children. So the husband can be more confident that his widow will allocate the resources towards their mutual children. Is it like a fact or is it like statement? Women never express trust that the man will take care of her children. Interesting. Women tended to trust men less and they might not be <laughs> they might not be wrong. Older men are far more likely than older women to remarry and they might use their previous wife's resources to attract a new mate and perhaps even start a new family. That's risky for her. Resources will be diverted from the original wife's children to unrelated individuals. Like probably. I don't know if you can say that. I mean, to some degree, you can actually say that. But, but if their wives were young, uh, were young, men were more likely to leave their estate directly to their children. Oh, I see. Which makes sense. Uh, single. Is it sing? Is it sing or is it single? Sing. Scorch burn. Well, younger women are more likely to remarry and possibly have more children. Uh, fathered by another man and they might use their late husband's money to dote on children that are not his what i actually don't know what i'm now thinking about is whether this is something that's new or now the case or if it is or if it has also been the case like a hundred years ago like this is not an interesting thought or the interesting uh the interesting question at least in my point of view um, would actually be quite interesting the proof of psychological adaptation for short-term mating in man. The psychological evidence for an inborn bias towards male short-term mating are desire for sexual variety, porn consumption trends, number of desired partners, men mention far higher numbers than women. Desire for sexual variety. There is actually something like that. Interesting. Nature and frequency fantasies. Women uh, women more likely to are more likely to emphasize feelings, but there are large, but there are large individual differences, and some women also fantasize of sex with strangers. Okay, interesting. The amount of time uh, elapsing before a person seeks sex, a lowering of standards in short-term mating, <laughs> the period uh, prioritization of face in favor of body, women don't show the same. Priority, the prioritization of face in favor of body. Okay, I see. Closing time phenomenon. Men find women more attractive as the venue time approaches. What's the venue time? Venue. The place where something happens, especially organized club venue time approaches. Men find women more attractive. Closing, closing time phenomenon. Well, anyway. Or is it like, well, I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. Search for exploitability cues. Men like women who look simple-minded and exploitable. <laughs> uh, well, women don't like men who look exploitable. What means exploitable? Like, uh, he's already just put it, just quote-unquote, or quote-unquote. <laughs> but what's fucking exploit? I've read, I think, yesterday as well. So this is not, like, just a new thing. <laughs> but... Well, anyway, I think, I mean, like, yeah, you can look exploitable. Like, if you just, I mean, easily fuckable, kind of, then, but I, I mean, like, this could just include, like, varieties of horse and shit. 
You know, if you, if you know what I mean, like just painting a picture and I'm trying to paint a picture right now, I'm not going to be like, whatever. Um, like if you think about like a quote unquote typical whore, then um, I mean, is, is this exploitable? Like, can you exploit? I mean, you can exploit people, you know, in terms of labor, of course. But um, but yeah, I think, I mean, this is what I think about at least. Um, attraction reducing re- reduction shift. Men tend to be less attracted to women right after sex, especially true for men with a short-term bias. I don't know if this is the case for me, but I do have a feeling that it is. But as well, I mean, I might be biased because of what I'm reading. Tact- <laughs> Tactics to avoid short-term mating from becoming committed. Keeping the conversation sexual in nature. Maintaining multiple sex partners and having sex with someone else. Tactics to avoid short-term mating from becoming committed. Uh, extra martial affairs. Men in most cultures pursue extra martial affairs more than women. What is extra martial? Outside marriage. I'll say ehrlich. I mean, I don't know if this is something bad or not. It could be, obviously. But it could also be something pretty good. I mean, women also sometimes use tactics to prevent causal sex from becoming more but it is usually more about giving the wrong phone, <laughs> giving the wrong phone number. Overall, male uh, more and more deeply rooted psychological adaptions for short-term mating show that causal sex is a, is a strategy more significant for man than for woman. It's already strategy. We have to think about strategies right now. Seems to be the case. The proof of female short-term mating strategy. What's this? The other proving for? Oh, a man. Okay, I see. I, I should probably also highlight like the, the headlines. It's probably something important, I guess. Could be. You know, it it could be. Yeah, the, we, we can go through that. And then this is probably going to be the last one for today. Well, yeah. Here's an overview of the current evidence for an evolved female strategy for short-term sex. Uh, desire for sexual variety, porn consumption trends, number of desire partners, men mentioned far... Higher numbers than women. Is it like the exact same thing? No, it's not. Well, well, I'm going to highlight it anyway. You know, I'm going to highlight it. Nature and frequency fantasies. Women are more likely to emphasize feelings. Uh, we've already had that one. I'm still going to just do it again. The amount of time elapsing before blah, 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 blah. Lowering of standards in short-term mating. The women don't show the same. Blah, 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 blah. Men find women more attractive as the venue time. Men like women who like simple-minded it's kind of the exact same thing, I guess. Um, just besides the, the later one, men tend to be less attracted to women right after sex, especially true for men with throat and bias. The existence of common tactics to avoid short-term mating from becoming committed, keeping the conver- uh, conversational sex and sexual in next. Na- I'm sorry, in nature, <laughs> uh, maintain multiple sex partners, having sex with someone else, preference for loose woman. And not minding too much if a woman is in a committed relationship. Which is always a strange one, isn't it? Overall, male uh, are more likely, more deeply rooted, blah, 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 blah. Well, let's actually, well, let's actually, let's actually go through the, the next one. It was a little bit unsatisfying or unsatisfactional. Several theories have been put towards to account for female evolved uh, short-term sexual strategy. Let's see. Resources, investment via... Paternity confusion. What's paternity? He refused to admit paternity. Oh, fathership. 
Investment via, okay. Uh, immediate economic resources. Short-term biased women prefer men with an extravagant lifestyle. Conspicuous consumption. <laughs> conspicuous consumption. And who spent money on them early on. I see. Like fucking gold diggers, isn't it the case? Protection through special friendships. Um, <laughs> status evaluation. Or, uh, I'm sorry, elevation. Genes. Sexy son hypothesis. Woman who engage in short-term mating, short-term mating place a premium on the man's physical attractiveness, but replication, f- replication fairly suggests caution. I see. I mean, I. Yeah, yes. Genetic genetic diversity. Mate switching. Mate expulsion. Made replacement women have uh, who have affairs are significantly less happy with their partners, and they find promiscuity and existing relationships middly undesirable in an affair. Partner supporting this hypothesis. Pretty interesting. Made insurance insurance short term for long term mating goals. Women themselves rated the possibility of switching casual sex for a relationship as the second most important reason for casual sex. Okay. Sex to evaluate long-term mate potential. Young women might be through a period of casual sex as a way to assess their own SMV. What's SMV? Well, it is actually... I don't know what it is called. I, it's a short version for a German word, apparently, as I've been just saying. Clarifying mate preferences. Honey skills of mate attraction. Mate manipulation. Increasing commitment of long-term mate. Revenge as deterrence. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Anyway, it's still pretty interesting. Still pretty interesting to see parenting and kinship. Parenting and so on. This is one of the reasons why men generally invest less in children. Are children really mine? I don't know. But I, I, well, it could be. Well, I really don't know. <laughs> the thing is, it, it definitely could be the case that as a father, you're just investing less time into your children because you might think that they're not yours. Step parents more likely to beat abuse and ignore children who are not theirs. Which is actually a pretty interesting thing. Um, I don't know if you just if you've seen this as well, but I've been talking to some people, and um, they said like most often it is the case that you're not able to to just get along that well with your step parents, and this is something that I've seen. Um, I think well, getting along is just something. Well, getting along is not, I think it's not the right word since you can get along, like you're not gonna just kill each other just because you're seeing each other. But it is like the kid doesn't really like the step parent, whomever it might be, if it is a mother or father, it doesn't really matter. But it is something that I've over and over seen or that I've seen over and over, which is really interesting, which really is. And I, I don't know, but I think that this could teach quite a lot to, to children, but I think it could also be not such a good thing for children if they're having step parents to some degree just let alone that there might have been just some shit going on in the family and and stuff like that but um but yeah i don't know it it could be it could be good it could be bad it could be something in between but anyway this is going to be the end of the episode and i hope that you've liked the new way i hope that it is actually better i i think it is better and i also hope that it is better but um yeah I'm going to see you the next time. So I wish you the best health of happiness and all success. And also hope that you're going to remind yourself when you're going to be remembered. This basically means your legacy, which basically means just being a nice person. And when you remember as a nice person, 
top. And yeah, I'm, I'm hopefully going to see you next time. So maybe consider subscribing. And three questions that I am having for you are, why are you here? What are you trying to change? And what is bothering you the most? These three questions are hopefully going to show you your purpose and maybe even a business idea. You know, could be the case. Maybe. Who knows? They can. But they are not for sure going to do that. They could. Well, <laughs> anyway... Um, since my, my software once again is, isn't responding, like I think it is actually something to consider. Like maybe I should be doing something about that. Uh, but I don't know what, and I also don't know why, since in the end everything is fine and I'm going to cut it anyway. So I'm just going to just cut the last part out of it and then that's quite it and it is fine. I've recently been, uh, is it watching? Well, it is watching. I, I've been watching to just, or I've been watching uh Joe Rogan stand-up thing. And I actually have to say, it's, it's he's pretty funny. I mean, it's not like I'm gonna just laugh and, and shit just out loud or just loudly in my fucking room here. But it is funny. It really is. Uh, I also, by the way, believe that it really comes up to where you are. Because, of course, when you are in this space, if you are just in uh, in this club, then I think you're gonna laugh because... It's not really because of drinking or some shit, but because it's just different context, I guess. I think it actually is different context then, which which really changes things, you know, which really can change things. The, the only problem that I'm having with it not working is that I'm potentially wasting some time. And, and especially today, I do not want to waste any fucking time. I am not necessarily in a hurry, but I am. <laughs> No, not really. No, it is fine. It's actually quite fine. Afterwards, I'm going to cook myself something. Probably going to be some barley or some shit. Um, with, maybe with lentils. Which is really nice because, I mean, you're having your protein. You're having uh, good carbs. You're having low GI. You're having basically everything that you need. And I think also quite some calories. Which, which is something that I need. Like, I'm relatively skinny. I've always been. And I do want to gain some weight. 